0: Welcome to another week of 90 Thoughts, the 90 Day Fiancé podcast hosted by yours truly. My name is Dylan and my amazing, wonderful co-host, my own mom, Alana. Why don't you say hi, mom?
1: Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning back in.
0: Yep. Super excited to dive into this week's episode. Um, let's see, where do we even start here? Uh, a lot to unpack. Things are kind of winding down. I apologize. Last week, I was sure this would be the season finale. Apparently, we're not there yet, but we're itching ever closer to that finale. Why don't we just go ahead and jump in with Darcy and Tom, this was an interesting kind of sequence. So basically, as a quick little recap, obviously Darcy and Tom, they're broken up. We have a little bit of closure there, even if you could even call them together to begin with this season, which is a whole nother thing. But uh, basically, Darcy is still just kind of trying to move on, trying to find closure, trying to figure out what's next. So she spent some time with her sister. They actually go to her um, her brother's gravesite who passed away. Uh, it looks like a, maybe a decade or two ago. What do you have to say about this, Mom?
1: Yeah, so he, he was 27 when he passed away, and it seemed like he passed away was a great big brother from what the twins said, Darcy and her sister Stacy, and he, they said that if he was around, things might be different. He was, you know, the type that would look after him, So it kind of, it kind of was emotional, and maybe things would have been different with those two if he was around. You know, he if he was the big brother type, they wouldn't be looking, you know, endless places for all that love. So it was something, you know, they went Michael, they were crying at his grave. And he was, you could see, he was about five years older than them. So he probably did look after them his whole life. So I think right when they needed him the most in adult life, when they were probably in their early 20s, is when he passed away. So you got to see a little bit of their background and maybe why they are the way.
0: yeah, that's interesting. I think like I was a little bit, I don't want to say cynical of this whole sequence, but um, I'll get into that in a second. But I think that's really nice of you to, to, to see it that way. And you're right. Like this was, you know, you see these two and they're so made up and they have this image to portray and all this, these fancy clothes and all this. But then you see that they did lose. It wasn't just their brother, it was their big brother and kind of the person who like was their role model. And without him, maybe they were a little more lost. And I guess that, that does explain some things. But this is where I don't want to be insensitive um, but it just the whole the whole scene feel seemed a little funny to me. Um, because like they're trying to get over this breakup, which is not the biggest, you know, okay, it's a breakup, it's not like you're gonna you're in, even engaged to this guy. You kind of knew you things were going. And to like go to this grave site and have this whole big thing where they're crying and talking about, oh, we need a man like him and like all this stuff, like it's this terrible trauma that they're going through. And like i almost feel like they're just looking for a scene. They're like, Okay, what would be a good scene to fill here? Let's do this. Me and my sister, let's go have this big emotional thing. And I don't think they earned it in a way. I don't think they earned this emotional thing. We didn't even know about the brother beforehand. So to kind of just throw this brother at us and say, here it is. Here's an emotional scene. I felt like it was a little bit, I don't know, fabricated. Well, Um, it could
1: have been, but maybe they do when they're you know lonely or they go through crisis. Maybe they do do this. And maybe they didn't want to come off as vulnerable before, but maybe now they're showing a little bit of the real self. Maybe- themselves maybe let's give them the benefit of the doubt going forward i know i never hmm. heard of this brother before too i was thinking where where did this come from but you know this happened a long time ago so he died maybe almost like over four twenty 20 years ago so
0: I yeah that's true
1: that could be something that they do
0: yeah and then well there was a whole scene where like they're in the car driving there and they're saying oh new car time what do you want a maserati or like a, a porsche or all this stuff like it's just so. It feel like they're trying so hard to to be like these rich, like fancy people. I thought, so well, I thought. I thought it meant Dylan. So I close. thought it
1: meant what car do you want your new man to drive? I, took mm. it differently than you. I thought that they were. That's like, true. That's that possible. diggers. That's what I thought. Like,
0: you oh, want yeah, that that's, a, that's another guy? thing. I guess you know
1: that type. of yeah,
0: thing. yeah, maybe it was even like a metaphor, like you know, trading up, like you know, you're ditching the the Honda. How about you get a Maserati yeah, for your next? Tom was clearly, the Honda yeah. type. <laughs> <I'm gonna be. laughs> that's true. Um, and i don't think we saw from heard from tom this episode did we which is probably a good thing no he used his 15 minutes of faith. <laughs> yeah. Time. yeah so yeah i i this whole scene with the brother didn't really do it for me i've kind of been over darcy but i know you've got a little bit more of a soft spot for her so um so it's you know it's good that i guess you were able to get something from that and i guess maybe you're right maybe i'm being too cynical uh-huh. maybe there was a, a touching moment there of course yeah. with family and there's always something to dig into um Uh, do you feel like we're ready to move on to our next couple i know there wasn't a whole lot to unpack with darcy this week
1: yeah definitely let's move
0: on yeah all right so let's get into um big ed and rose another little just tiny one there wasn't a lot going on we just saw him basically get picked up at the airport um from his mom who yeah who was also very
1: tiny and cute yeah even tiny tiny because
0: big ed is not a tall guy obviously he's what i think he's four eleven and and then his mom seemed to be even three or four inches shorter than than him so also yeah very sweet the dog was there there wasn't a lot there was there anything i guess one the one interesting scene there was when he was in the car and he was telling his mom what happened and we kind of saw saw him tell the story from his perspective what were your thoughts there
1: yeah and he was i don't do you think and he was seemed to be crying i don't know if they were real tears but he just kind of i don't know if he he kind he seemed to leave a lot out of the story he just yeah, talked about for the sure. kids part and her getting, you know, upset for a couple of different reasons. I don't think the mom got the whole story.
0: Yeah, it's funny that when when uh, he was talking to her about what happened and he said, yeah, she wanted, I, when I got there, she wanted kids and it was something that I wasn't really ready for. We couldn't like link up there. But he's leaving out the fact that he knew that going in ahead of time. You know, he knew right away that that was a deal breaker that he was gonna have to break. I think maybe this is the end of Ed's story this week. But it would be it would be nice if we if we get to see a, another shot of Rose and see if he's picking up the pieces or what she's up to. But I don't mm-hmm. know if we'll, if yeah, we'll be able to get a that. A, a yeah, that's sure. Okay, why don't we jump into Ash and Avery? There's another interesting, uh, you know, a couple of those going through some stuff. This was yeah. really,
1: Ash and Avery are really, really, really hard to follow because mm. just has so many, like a boomerang, you know,
0: <laughs> nice. Australian they're boomerang, and they're yeah. just
1: going to be miserable without each other and how to let you go. And I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's just so strange to me. He even threw in another total, total zinger that she hadn't heard before. Now we find out that he does not have an Australian passport and he's from the country of Mar- Marussia, which is near Madagascar. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. So not only does he have to wait to get a an Australian passport first before could, he could even apply to come on any type of a tourist visa or any other type of, of visa. So I don't know how, this wasn't discussed. He just threw that in. And at this point, it seems like—correct me if I'm wrong—Avery is just like she's not going to argue anymore. She's just she's she just
0: okay. It, it's what did you think about all that? Yeah, or, that so did you think that she's not going to argue anymore because she's she's like just it's just too much. I'm just done. I'm just going to get home. Or is it because she's like been so battered with these twists and turns? She's just like okay, whatever. I'm just this is my life now. I have to accept it.
1: That's a good question. That's a good question. (laughs) See, you know the way they were crying over each other, you know, at the airport. But I don't know. I almost feel like their relationship is mostly physical. I think there's a physical attraction.
0: Yeah, we don't see a lot of like the emotional nuance or the like the dialogue. Maybe it's just not what they're showing. But we definitely don't see see a lot of like the silliness or the that chemistry. Um, Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I think like they both say they're committed to each other, and I think when they go back to what's when they go back home. Or separated they're gonna be back in what's comfortable for them right they've had a really strong mm-hmm. relationship when it's only been digital and they're going back to that so i think that's gonna maybe you know for better or worse gonna be a strength for them um mm-hmm. yeah i don't know he has to get the passport and I-, I don't know is it that hard though to get a visa from his co- his home country to the us at well all? for some reason
1: he has to get from his he has to get an australian passport and he's been working on that he that could take up to a year and then they have to go for either a tourist.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The
1: whole thing doesn't make sense because what if he had proposed to her?
0: mm -hmm.
1: What if it was allowed to come to America? It, it, it would have been back to square one. They they would have had to wait for this hurdle first. So it sounds like he didn't know anything about it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That was also interesting when he, he did tell her he was very upfront. He's like, I want you to be my wife. I want to marry you. I don't know if that's something they've talked about multiple times or not. They probably have, but it was the first time for us. I think we really saw that come out fully. It wasn't a proposal, but it was like a a proposal to propose in the future. Um, So that was interesting. Do you think she was happy to hear that? Or do you think that was more like a more talk?
1: No, because they talked about that before. They did talk about
0: that. Like you
1: said, I don't know. I'm thinking about what you said from a guy's perspective. I mean, he might be able to have his cake and eat it, you know, Mm -hmm. if he's going to. If come for every three months and just three months and have her, and then also you know party or do they what he wants the rest
0: of the year. Yeah,
1: you know you yeah. wonder. I was gonna ask you. You're you're a young guy. <laughs> are you wrong, or does do his jeans look kind of tight? They look <laughs> really, really tight. I thought is that the fashion? Well, I
0: guess that is in style. You know, not, it's not for everybody, but I think that is like more of the trendy thing is to have the tighter jeans. I, I guess I would yeah. say that's intentional. <laughs> Okay, they what my really like um, okay yeah so again who knows what happens with them i think out of all the couples as broken as they are they're they're you know a couple that at least like on paper or you know in a picture makes sense <laughs> for whatever that but, they,
1: but, but the weird yeah. thing is when they were professing their love the fights the horrible gender mm-hmm. differences and that wasn't even mentioned yeah they just glossed over the. Yeah, it's true. Tree. Now
0: they're just, because it's just one thing after another. They just like are over it. You know, it's like, let's not even go yeah, right there. And positive. yeah, like all that stuff that they needed to talk about doesn't seem like it's been talked about. No, um, just
1: end They're just yeah. maybe exhausted.
0: <laughs> yeah. So. That's true. Oh, man. So we'll see where we're going there. I don't know. I think we're just kind of, this has been an interesting ride with them. Um, yeah. So let's get into, I think one of the more, this one is was super riveting and super interesting for me um was Usman and Lisa baby girl Lisa so this couple always brings a little bit of fire a little bit of uh you know some craziness to each episode this week did not disappoint um so basically they were getting ready for the wedding um they Usman still hasn't proposed he's there they haven't proposed because they're fighting every night there's been no window for an honest romantic proposal even though they know the wedding is literally the next day uh, so finally in, in a break between all the fighting Usman gets on one knee says hey come out of the bathroom and then he's ready to propose to her and she accepts and she's like this is all I ever wanted and you actually do see a rare moment of her I being that emotional. Too. you see her crying it is not a pretty I cry okay too. it's not the cutest cry but you see this woman for the first time actually shows some emotion and, and cry a little bit which was uh interesting to see um and then Well, but she did yeah.
1: tell him to propose about ten times. Yeah. She was like, Yeah, but know, also like, in
0: between saying oh, no. saying, Hey, I'm yeah. I'm leaving you. So like it's it's tough. And then yeah. um he, even just like you see her neutral tone. Like when she's in the bathroom before she proposes, and he, she's looking for like her brush or something, she's like, Usman, where's my brush? Where's my brush? Like it's just this like come It was and, a mean, yeah. it was a
1: mean, where's my brush? Yeah. It wasn't a nice it, I, honey where's my brush I, it was me it was mean so i wonder if she's like that you know he's that's what he's saying he's mm-hmm. saying that she's constantly ordering him around pretending to believe it
0: yeah and then so a lot happens this episode so you have this proposal and then literally the next day usman's family shows up so it's his two brothers um and his two older brothers and his mom are there for this you know random wedding wedding, wedding. um and so they come in the mom is there they They do uh, get ready for a prayer. They go through another uh, prayer session. And then the big thing this week is, so they're having like a a, coffee or just sitting down at a table. It's Usman, Lisa, and Usman's two older brothers. And I am so flabbergasted with Lisa's thought process here. So they went through so much trouble to get the approval of these guys to consent to the wedding. Mm-hmm. They barely right. got it. They begged and begged said, oh, please. I, money. And this and that. What yeah. I need you on my side. Lisa was willing to do anything to get them on their side. Um, so finally, against all odds, they said, okay, fine, you've kind of barely convinced us, we'll agree to this wedding. Um, and then they're sitting there and she just, it's like she forgot all the work they put in. She forgot, she completely took for granted the fact that you know that their approval was a was a given or not. And then she wants to bring up all this dirty laundry. she That's in itself a crazy thing. Thinking, oh, remember how you weren't sure about us? Well, now let me tell you all the trouble we're having. Um, and then on top of that, what makes her think that these two older, more traditional African-Nigerian guys are going to take her side on this. <laughs> what makes her think that, that Usman yeah, is I, the, the lead less reasonable when it comes to progressive you know, relationships?
1: Totally, totally. They said that. They said in Nigerian culture, the man takes the lead, and she just stormed off in traditional baby love, fashion. I but I will say she wanted to talk, and I thought it was Usman that started airing the dirty laundry because maybe he wanted to one-up her. I think he was so shocked that she would even... Bring this up because he seemed scared to death. You said, "I hope Lisa behaves. I hope she behaves, with family." Yeah. So it seemed like he brought it. He started to bring things up, but she just totally went. Like I said, her reaction. She should have never brought it up to begin with. Mm-hmm. But and so he started bringing, you know, the story. But I thought her reaction was again over the top. Just. I'm done and running out. I don't know why she does this continuously. And they, to me, if they don't grab Usman away and run him, run away with him, like run away groom instead of runaway bride, <laughs> they don't have his back.
0: Yeah, it's, it's true. And I think that's a good point that he also like, at first he really wanted to keep the peace, but then as soon as it opened up, he was right there in there, just like saying these terrible things. Mm-hmm. I think that's just him being human. And once you like go to that level, once you say, okay, now you're you're talking to my own family about me and you're being negative to me now I have to defend myself and it's less about the big picture and he's just seeing red and he's kind of he's right there with her. Um but but yeah, she she did like she started out like hey, I just want to talk I want to get your advice, but the advice that she wanted was was about like the things she perceived was he was doing wrong. And mm-hmm. and it's still even if this was a fully western relationship, I don't think you go with him in there when you're first meeting some of these brothers one of the brothers for the very first time. You don't talk about, you know, the problems you're having right away. But especially yeah, in, this, yeah, in this this setting in Africa with, you know, them being a little more traditional, like you're not going to get what you wanted. That's clear. Um, and man, such, such bad, I think, foresight there. And then she, of course, like, because she doesn't get the, the teammates she's hoping for, because they do say what they say, which is completely predictable for everyone watching at home. She blows up, makes a fool of herself again, storms out. It's just another disaster after one disaster after another with these with couples. So I don't know. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, well, I, I felt you, you nailed it with the part about the night Nigerian culture, because you could see the traditional, the one brother says to, you know, hey, to his other brother, you know, you're our elder senior brother. Let's defer to you. So you can see this is just such a respectful, mm-hmm. you know, and, and for her to do that, um it just didn't seem appropriate. What did you think about washing their feet in the in the toilet? I know, baby love brought that up.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know enough about the culture or about like the religious yeah. practice to comment. I guess. Um, I guess it's really more like they're not using soap. It's more of a spiritual cleansing. Um, That's true. But obviously, I don't know how spiritual like a toilet but is. She had to bring that up. Yeah. of course, baby
1: love had to bring that up.
0: Yeah. Um, so yeah that was interesting as well but you know it isn't like it is one thing that's cool about this you know as crazy as a relationship is as unhealthy or toxic as it might be it is cool to see this very traditional like peak and his very traditional family and customs and like like you said when yeah. you, like, older brother what do you have to say or elder brother that is interesting that's that like to kind of peek into that um and it's culture. it's
1: beautiful to see how the they are and pray you know they came from a long journey mm-hmm. and the going to do is pray together as a family i think that was beautiful yeah. to- that's a great point i think
0: that's true um yeah so who knows what next week has i feel like we're leading up to a wedding i'm just praying and hoping that doesn't happen i don't know how mm-hmm. it can happen realistically with everything going on and i, I don't know but but we'll we'll see if lisa if baby girl lisa is going to get what baby girl lisa wants so um mm-hmm. who knows um All right. So let's go into Stephanie and Erica. Also, you know, as the story is winding down, there wasn't a whole lot, but we had Stephanie at the airport. Um, She was, you know, crying a little bit. How real those tears were, I'll leave up to you. Um, And then we see her kind of get picked up by her mom and her dogs. And and she tries to talk about that. Um, What's your take on this, mom? Well,
1: she, it's funny. She said, I was hoping Erica would have showed up at the airport that poor Erica, how many times is she going to drive three hours? (laughs) I of course she wanted this dramatic scene she was looking know. for that you know a movie fairy tale romantic comedy or movie where erica shows That's up so and true. That did not happen erica's been done ever since she climbed in her mother's lap last week mm-hmm. um <laughs> so she, you know she was clearly looking for that and now i guess all gonna see everything's leading up to her telling her mother because her mother's getting pretty suspicious mm-hmm. when she's you know asking certain questions yeah uh, when she's talking it's mm-hmm. very close to her coming
0: out yeah and i think i coming i completely out. agree with with what you said about about the airport scene like erica i mean sorry stephanie's all about i think the theatrics of it all she's about the story we don't believe her intentions are real in this in the season at all anyway so i think she was hoping for that scene And then she's this like fake crying or whatever it is. to like, oh, this is so sad. And then what really got me was when she said, if Erica showed up, I would just, it was something like if Erica showed up, I would just tell her how sorry I am that it happened this way and how much I care about her as a person and how much love I have for her. So I'm thinking, where was that when she actually did drive three hours for some closure? Where was that when she actually did show up? It was nowhere to be found. You gave her nothing. And now you're hoping that she again drives another three hours to Mm -hmm. to get you know, stonewalled again. Who's to say you're actually going to say that stuff? All that stuff you're thinking and saying and trying to tell the camera was what you should have said and had a chance to say beforehand. So, yeah, really not a fan of that at all. Um, And then, yeah, then she's with her mom and she tries to navigate that story in the car. We'll see what happens there. Um, But, yeah, I think it was... It's more Stephanie being Stephanie is what we saw this week from her.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. I was thinking the same thing. I thought, wait, did I miss something? Because she talked to the camera that she was gonna say all that when Erica drove three hours and she did give us nothing. So for her to say I was kind of mad. Yeah. For her to say would have sold her this and that. So I was kind of proud of Erica that she wasn't a dish rag and didn't, <laughs> yeah. you know, back again and for nothing. Mm-hmm. She had nothing. So, you know, good
0: riddance. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, okay. So I think where I want to go now, is we just have one last couple here. You know, there was... No, two. two. How could you say one? You have... Oh, who am I forgetting? Sorry. Lana,
1: Lana and David, the sidebar. Oh, bar, yeah. yeah. Have the
0: two biggest ones. Okay, yeah. Two huge uh, big ones. Right, okay. So we have their two biggest stories. We've kind of, you know, sped a little bit through a lot of these because there wasn't as much to unpack um, with some of these couples this week. But our two, I think, biggest stories were... Um, both taking place, well, our characters taking place in, in Russia and the Ukraine. So let's start with, um, David and Lana, which continues to be absolutely fascinating to me, um, that she even exists in the first place. But so the date continues they're hanging out really for the first or second time in real life. I don't know if this is like day one or day two, but, um, they're together and they're having like a full day together. So mom, what are your thoughts already?
1: So, oh my gosh, we could skip right to the cringiest moment. (laughs) Yeah. It was so hard to watch because he was again with his like she was oh, a ball the trophy, yeah. mm-hmm. but and so high schoolish that he'll get a kiss if he gets a strike, you know, and he happened to be a former pro bowler, but body <laughs> language mm-hmm. was just horrible. She didn't she seemed to just get the hives to be close to him. Um uh, yeah. I, it was awful when one of the producers interviewed her. That that hurt me so much because one of the producers interviewed her. And they said, well, how much money oh, did yeah. David? Send? And she said, I don't want to talk about it. And usually there's a discrepancy. Like, you feel good. Like, if she would have said 5000 and then we could have said, okay, maybe he never sent 100000 but But by her not answering, I just feel more and more sorry for David thinking, oh, my gosh, he did send all that money. And she just clearly, she just cringes every time he even Close to her so it was just she doesn't even want to kiss him yeah so I, the whole I thing is tough
0: so but i mean and you feel in one hand you know if they have been talking for seven years and they care about each other okay so you want to kiss the first time you see them in person but on the other side like okay if she wants to take it a little slow like that's the first time they're seeing each other in person that's normal um but to david's side as much as you're right like you do feel bad for him that he's been wasting all this money and everything he really is like just like the money. I think it makes sense that this we're talking about money, cause to him this is like a transactional thing. This is an object he's paying for. Because if he really has spent seven years with this girl and he really is madly in love with this girl, so it's not gonna be the biggest deal in the world that they don't kiss the very first time they're in person. He's waited seven years to this point. You know, what's another couple of days? I know he says he's in a hurry to to fly back and this and that. But I think he's he's pushing that too hard. He's trying to, oh, I'll come back to my room and all this stuff, like he, he thinks he's getting an object again. He's It's not like a two-way real relationship that's being built um, from both sides, right? I think that's clear. So I don't know. I mean, David, in some ways you feel for him and you want to like him and stuff, but he's I think he's looking at this in a much more transactional way than a, than like an equal organic relationship. And I think that, that makes sense when you consider he spent seven years kind of paying for these conversations.
1: But don't you think after seven years, they would know everything about each other from shoe size to where their grandmother was born to their uncle's middle name. I mean, seven years. They should know each other so well. I know they didn't meet in person, but they should know each other's deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. Something didn't make sense to me. And then I didn't understand why he had to fly back so quick because he obviously, I don't think he has many things waiting for him in Vegas because the last time he came back, he was able to hop on a plane right away. So I don't see why he couldn't stay Longer, why is there all? Why would there be such yeah, a big that's a good
0: point? If he's been waiting seven years or finally together, I think that he could stay a little longer. That's a great point. Um, so oh boy, yeah, I don't know what what to think of any of this. Um, apparently, if David was a pro bowler or not, he's definitely lost some of those skills. It's hard to believe that, yeah. Well, he said it was
1: 40 years ago, he's wow. 60, and then yeah. and then they keep saying showing her age, she they're uh, almost,
0: yeah, apart, and
1: it's that looks so cringy, too.
0: <laughs> yeah. So,
1: yeah, yeah. She just seems almost, I don't know, she just doesn't want to get close to him at all. That's
0: true. But then she says, like, in the interview process, she's like, oh, I'm feeling much closer with David. I'm feeling very warm with David. But, you know, and I think it makes sense that she needs a little more time if she's not ready to to, Mm. go back to his room or anything like that.
1: That's a good point. I I need to think more of that Um, way, too. You're
0: right. but, But, um. But yeah, I don't know, you know, what even again here we're all we're still just in bonus time as audience to this. We didn't expect this, and we're just no, we never, don't know never, what never. To think we're just like, thought it was it. a catfish. Yeah, and it's funny that they like we've seen them stretch out like one day on this show into multiple episodes. Um, so they could have like they waited so long to to reveal Lana to us, they could have like when in editing they could have stretched like we could have met Lana much sooner, and I think they could have had enough material to stretch us out. So mm-hmm. I just assume like there's no way we're gonna get any of this because if we were, we would have seen it a long time ago in the seasons. Mm-hmm. So, um so I'm surprised that we're getting a lot of a lot of stuff like late in the season. But uh yeah, I have no idea where well, it's do going you
1: think, But do you think possibly they had some negative backlash and they figured like I said last week they had to dig her out so they used that private investigator to mm-hmm. pay her off or yeah. I mean that's, that's, that's very possible.
0: But I, I think that's a great that's a great theory, like whether they the TLC hired an investigator or whether the the like the Russian dating sites like crap you got to go meet this guy to prove to save mm-hmm. face one of those seems very likely um yeah that's what I'm thinking. but but I still think editing wise like they had I'm imagining they had all the episodes all the material before they edited everything so they knew how to make the structure so it's interesting that they they waited till the end to actually show Lana but it for us we're just you know eating the popcorn figuring out where it goes that it's hard to have an opinion here
1: um, yeah, so, yeah definitely that, we're very interested
0: in what's going to be next. yeah very i mean i don't know i I can't imagine like i mean i definitely couldn't imagine her showing up and i was proven wrong but i can't imagine a year from now lana and david are a happy couple in his rv as they're traveling the countryside you know yeah. Yeah, she doesn't even
1: seem like an rv type yeah. she doesn't seem to have much personality at all
0: no, no well i mean there is definitely a language barrier which is tough so you want to like acknowledge that oh. but yeah it's hard to to see much personality from her um, and that app
1: that translates that's amazing that's you can say, cool yeah that's the mvp
0: 400%. that's the mvp of this season i think yeah
1: that is the mvp
0: mm-hmm. um translator yeah so we'll yeah. see what word next week holds um but moving into our last couple of the week because uh yolanda and the williams i think thankfully was not featured there wasn't second oh, to last do. you keep
1: forgetting my varia yeah.
0: no i'm we're going into that i'm saying that the, oh, yolanda, okay. yolanda was not featured this week so yeah um, going into our last couple that was featured is uh yeah maybe you know the most actually dramatic uh this episode so dramatic and, was faria oh, and jeffrey so quick recap um faria re- denied uh, jeffrey's proposal when his last in his last week in russia he's she didn't say no she said not yet it's too soon to know each other you know we've only known each other for three weeks i can't commit to to um getting married he says okay in that case completely closing up it's all over i'm leaving i don't want anything to do with you flies back to america um Doesn't answer any of her texts or calls. Apparently it's completely shut off. Ends up getting into a new relationship with an old friend of his that like they were kind of dancing around each other. Things seem to be going well. And then surprise, surprise the end of last episode, Argo Varia shows up in uh, Tennessee to surprise him and say, let's do it. Let's get married, whatever, all the good stuff. Um, of course it wasn't just a it wasn't a simple happy ending because he has this new girl that was at the house at the same time. Mary. Mary's old girl. She's yeah even, old new. She's always been friends. Yeah. yeah so um so now we kind of dig into this big scene where Vari is there expecting to be jumping into the waiting arms of of Jeffrey. Instead you know it's Mary she finds. So what do you think mom where are we going?
1: Well, so last you mentioned last time you said you felt like maybe it was staged because you just couldn't see too perfect to happen that he, she shows up unannounced and there he is with a girl obviously slept over because it's morning time. And you felt that that was staged. But I thought the emotions were so raw and so just real. I didn't think it could be made up because Varya was flabbergasted. Mary was flabbergasted. I mean, Varya Ready. It looked like she was ready to fight. Uh, poor Mary oh, uh, over yeah. Jeffrey, and, and and which one called each other the b-word? Someone said, "Move." B. Oh,
0: I know that well, was actually who was that, that? Was Faria who said that. I that's was America. shocked. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. that's a great point. So I think maybe it could have been staged in the sense where, like, the TLC producers were like, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do a shoot today to close out your story. Let's see you and Mary together." So they knew to be there at the house. And then that's when like they scheduled Varya to come in, so that might be the furthest extent of the staging. Yeah, um, but but I think you're right that the emotions were. I don't think these people are as good enough actors to showcase those kind of real emotions. No, like, like they Maria couldn't the have person, been. They would have won Academy Award. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so Varya, yeah, who's been up to this point, really, she's been like our sweetheart. She's been this bubbly, sweet, like loyal person who we've really come to like and root for. Um, all of a sudden, she's this like kind of aggressive, clingy person, and we're seeing she her like, yeah, say call the b-word to Mary. Poor Mary, she wasn't doing anything wrong. Um, yeah, that was tough. And then she just lets. Then Jeffrey is in the middle of the whole thing. He kind of just lets Mary go. He's like, okay, see you, Mary. Uh, and Mary was upset. And about Mary that. was
1: ups- upset about yeah. that. She said, "How could he not intervene?" But you know, yet he was head over heels in love with Varia before. So he was done with her. He literally was because he said, you know, that's why I didn't respond. And she said, you know, well, he said, you should have told me it was coming. So you were coming. But I wonder if if she had texted him. He hadn't responded before. I'm sure he would have said something. But I think when she did come, something was rekindled. Mm -hmm. Because if it wasn't, he would have said, you know what? I'll take you back to your hotel. I'll pay for your few nights. But I'm clearly with Mary. So he just Mary cast aside that was kind of sad for her so do
0: you think that would that was the that would have been the move so if he was clear in his head that he wanted did not want to be back with varia he should have you know drove her to the hotel immediately paid for a couple nights and that'd be the end of it do you think there's any because i'm wondering if i would just feel guilty like well this person is her first time in america she flew all the way here her bags are here i have to like you know mary let's sort this out later we will talk later but like you know, at least let me, let her sit down, let her have a conversation with me and she can stay a couple of nights here as just even as a friend. Is that an option or like there's, it's either she sticks around and Mary's out or, or Varya's back at the hotel. Is that the only like, I think if he
1: really, really was move, moved on and really realized that Mary had been for him and he wanted to pursue Mary, it should have involved Mary all the way. Said, so let's sit uh. down, No harsh words, let's sit down the three of us. And I know you're in shock, Varya. You know, I was hurt. Mm -hmm. I did. And I fell back to my, you know, friend that I've had for years. So I want to talk about this, all of us. And I don't. So I think that maybe that's how he, it should have been handled, but it seemed like he was in such shock as well. (laughs) So he, one that really was the third person out, you know, on the totem pole was Mary.
0: Yeah, it's true. Poor Mary. So friends,
1: clearly the friends, Mm -hmm. that's why oh my gosh this was not staged the friends were in shock yeah. you know that he varia because they said you know you, he came back moping over varia and all of a sudden she was there so it seemed like this was all pretty real
0: yeah and what but what a disaster even then to bring or it's her first night there and you're gonna bring her to these friends who are also mary's friends when like nothing has had time to sort itself out or like let the dust settle and you are bringing her into the situation where she was basically thrown to the wolves with all of his friends which was not a good look at all so that was, you know, that was unfortunate. Like even when when her friend said when she explained that he proposed and she's he, and Jeffrey was like, "Yeah, she said no." And she said, "No, I didn't say no. I said not yet." And then his friend goes, "You can't spell not yet without no." Like that was to me that was super frustrating. Like, "Well, you're mad at her now or blaming her for saying not yet is that an evil thing to do? I think it's a human thing." Yeah. So so I didn't really like that. Um
1: Yeah, they yeah. they clearly had Jeffrey's back. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so that's why I felt like it wasn't staged that he came back brokenhearted. But again, I'm thinking now, okay, so when she showed up, St. Mary wasn't in the picture. Now was she ready to accept a proposal? Or was she just going to try to convince him to move slowly?
0: That's a good question. I, I think it sounded like she was ready to accept, accept a proposal because I think in the last episode at the airport, she was being interviewed and she's like, I'm expecting him to get on his knee and propose again or something like that. Or, I'm, or she said like, where's my ring? Or something. So I think she is, you know, I think it was all we always want, what we can't have, you know. And so as soon as he mm-hmm. moved on, as soon as his phone was off, he was not answering her calls. I think she just went crazy and realized, oh no, I want that proposal now. And so she was, she's on a mission to get it. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems like to me. Um, that could be. So we'll see what happens next. I think next episode, uh, well, so far we're left at this bar where Mary shows up at the bar. You know, it was all her friends are there too. Um, do you think that's a, are you thinking, are you like saying that's an empowering move for Mary go married, you know, like don't let yourself be cast aside. Or do you think that was kind of, um, an embarrassing or, or a move that didn't need to happen for her?
1: Well, maybe possibly Mary didn't know that he would still be there. Maybe he thought that she would be busy with, he would be busy with Varia, Jeffrey and Varia. you know, know she just,
0: right that makes sense. Like they
1: had this planned date and mm-hmm. meet up with their friends. So maybe she thought she would meet up. She didn't, you know, yeah. want to look
0: like the poor yeah i I think i'm you know i'm in favor of mary showing up because whether it's to fight to get jeffrey back or to fight vario or even just to to be with her friends i think she shouldn't she's cast aside she's gonna say okay now you're gonna hang out with my friends too i was supposed to be at that bar now i'm just gonna have to cry alone in my room and she said no i'm not gonna let you take everything from me i'm gonna show up i'm gonna be happy i'm gonna be positive i'm Mm -hmm. gonna say hey i'm hanging out too if you want this is you know your baggage to deal with but but you're not gonna keep me away from from being social and from living my life. So I was happy that to see her actually from her perspective. I think that was a, a powerful move for her to make an appearance. Um, yeah,
1: I do have, and it's up to you. You could edit this out, but I do have a little tea. It's the same tea that we talked about.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So last week we said definitely, we know for a fact, Jeffrey was not at the tell-all because there's all these allegations of abusive Um, ex-wives in his past okay so he said that that was why he was not invited Mm -hmm. so friend ashley that also watches the show she sent me something and i was shocked and i was very down today because of it so we knew about the allegations supposedly varia is involved in one of those allegations she she, uh, sent me like a screenshot and it seems like he might have abused varia
0: Whoa.
1: I was just so saddened if this could be true my sweet varia a
0: little
1: bit Mm -hmm. but i'm thinking you know is he would be very manipulative and
0: kind of evil oh yeah of course there's no excuse for any of that um i mean there's no excuse for that on with any woman or with any person but of course because because we know varia we're get we're more connected to her through the show you know that hits closer to home um, that's- yeah, very. So,
1: so then I could feel maybe those were bitter ex-wives that had custody cases or, or a, a, an extra agenda. So if Vari is one of these women, it just would really lead to him being some type of a just a sociopath or something that he would just be abusive to different women. So yeah. I, I would hope that it wasn't true, but... I don't know it seems like it might be that her name was there the police were called so i'm uh, hoping
0: yeah i mean so, for, so like you said that's i haven't seen any of these things yet or before and i don't so we don't know for sure what's fact and fiction and what's real um if this is also secondhand so Uh, obviously if he was invited to tell that's for a reason i don't know if we can confirm Mm -hmm. if Mario was involved or not or who was involved in this Mm -hmm. but either way yeah that's that's a scary thing and that's not exactly exciting and that does put a little bit of a like a somber kind of twist to to this very somber yeah um so you know we'll see what happens next week with that you know being said hopefully maybe both of these girls get get some freedom and move on um Mm -hmm. but but we'll see so um yeah, I think this was you know these are our, our characters. Those are our couples this week for this episode. Um, some interesting juicy nuggets, as always. Um, and jumping into our before we before we close out, jumping into our cringe of the week, mom, what would you say is your your pick? I
1: would have to give the cringe of the week to Lana. It, <laughs> no. I just I don't know. It just kind of gave me the heebie jeebies. The whole thing mm. I felt was oh. Cringe-worthy, you yeah know.
0: that's a great point point.
1: and she's just trying to get away uh, it was awful
0: that's a great cringe and i would say mine is uh super cringy was yeah when um lisa was like you know bringing up the dirty laundry with her brothers like come on don't do that that's super cringy so those are that's mine but i think yours is also a great pick and then uh, on the positive side what are are who are we crushing on this week what's your crush of the week
1: oh, two. oh i don't know i really like Usman Uzman and his mom and you know he just seems like such a respectful son and just really wants to pray with his mom and wants Lisa to get along so I would say I was crushing on Uzman. and then um, you made me laugh when you said the that Russian translator app. I, I'd say we'll give it to the Russian translator. <laughs> we well, yeah, and, and would remember everything and,
0: you know, yeah, it's pretty good. Um. Yeah, oh, I know we're not to go backwards, but I want to add this cringe just popped in my head. I will say this cringe goes to Stephanie's alligator tears as well on the airport. I thought that was super cool. Oh, yeah. In the truest sense of the word. Um, and yeah, then true. Yeah, let's see. So my crush of the week. Who am I crushing on? Yeah, the app, we went not doubt always going with like an in, uh, inanimate object is always a good like choice.
1: With the translator, with the Russian yeah.
0: translator. Girl, but, <laughs> um, but let's see. Who else? I guess. I I don't know. I don't know if this is like completely a crushing on, but I feel for Mary. I would say like I'm team Mary. I really feel for her and I'm rooting for her, I guess, to pick up the pieces or whatever that looks like going forward. So I'll say that. Um, Yeah. Okay. So I guess that's our episode. Um, Mom, do you have anything else to add before we sign off?
1: No, it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I wonder how many we have before the grand finale. I know.
0: I I, I feel, I mean, there can't be much more. Yeah.
1: I'd love to see an Igerian wedding.
0: (laughs) Even if it includes Lisa, I don't know about that.
1: Yeah,
0: that's Um, true. All right. So, you know, we'll thank you again for joining. As always, we look forward to to talking again next week, seeing what's in store. So I'm Dylan. And I'm Alana. And thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Thank you.